Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm your natural heel, Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast. Put him wrestling over one podcast at a time. <laughs> Yo, it's 2023. We in uh, our third year of this, man. Yeah, man. It's been a long time we've been doing this. And we picked an opportune time to take a, a holiday break. Uh, because the world is crashing around us as we speak. Now that Literally. we're back, the the entire landscape has changed in just those those two weeks. Like I don't even I don't even know where to begin with everything that's been happening in the past two weeks, man. But if this is your first time listening, um, or if you haven't already, do tell them where they can find us. Yeah, man. So if you guys are new here. First things first, welcome to the channel. Welcome to the pod. You guys know where you can find us. You can find us on Instagram at the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast. Same thing goes for Facebook. Twitter is at Dangerous Jobber. Um, and then you got the Dangerous Jobbers website.com. And then anywhere you can listen to podcasts, be it Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, anywhere you hear a podcast, you can hear us. All right, man. And, um, if you're listening for the first time, we're starting to pod off with our traditional wrestler of the pod. Yes, sir. I got to see this young lady live uh, last night as I attended the 2300 Arena for MLW's Blood and Thunder. There you go. Which was an amazing event. And we sat right where the camera shot is. So a uh, great video for a possible vlog if I can get out all of the um raucous philly crowd cursing that might be in there <laughs> we might be able to put a vlog together so i got to see this young lady live she's wrestled for shimmer and is now wrestling for mlw a former ovw women's champion this is kayla cassidy hey. or um the one you love to hate <laughs> as she's been donned so uh, go follow Kayla Cassidy uh, on Instagram. It's 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 just how it sounds. Yeah. But it is spelled with two Ks, just in case you're putting in Cassidy with a C. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Kayla Cassidy, two Ks. Follow her on Instagram. And I think uh, she's got pro wrestling tees and a few other things. So that is yeah. our wrestler of the pod. I just loved her. She, she was like a perfect bad guy. Mm-hmm. As I got that immediately. Facial expressions, move to move, all the cells just took every opportunity to be horrible. So I, you know, I love a good heel. Always. You always got it. So wrestler of the pod, Kayla Cassidy. Um, and moving on, we're gonna start differently this year. We're gonna hit the big ones, uh, or one of the big ones first. And then we'll end on one of the big ones. So I think we start this week with AEW. Yeah, um, we can kick it off with AEW. Um, first things first, just because I, I love what this guy did in 2022. And I think his 2023 is going to be even better. Um, there's a segment right now. Well, not a segment. There's an angle right now between Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Now, me personally, I'm a huge Ricky Starks fan. I've 
Loved this dude ever since before he came to AEW. So seeing him in a segment now with Jericho, me personally, I love it. So I, I want to get your opinion on it. What do you think of this? Well, I don't know if it's going to be a whole story, but the match itself was great. Mm-hmm. They kicked off the show, which is fine because I know what the end of the show was. And they just put it together. Like, Starks did great character work. I wouldn't say it's the most technical of matches. Mm-hmm. And Jericho doesn't really wrestle in the most technical of matches, but they did have some some great spots and just the classic a classic storytelling match to get the other guy over the veteran. Yeah. And it ended how it's supposed to. Starks is getting a push that feels genuine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it feels like management is just, they're going with it, which Tony Khan is pretty good at. So I enjoy it. I don't know if it's going to be a whole thing, but I know the feel of Ricky Starks, the arc they're giving him right now is is going really well. Yeah. I agree. I think I think this benefits Starks the most. You know, lately Jericho hasn't really been how can I put it nicely? It hasn't been Jericho hasn't been doing much to benefit others lately. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is going to really benefit Starks because I think within this year, Starks could be a champion or even a world champion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's on track to do that. Yeah, I think giving him this thing with Jericho, if it goes any farther besides the one match, I think it'll be great for him. Yeah, so we'll just have to see where it goes. But he's he's definitely on track for a, a really good 2023. Yeah, I agree. And then aside from that, we also have this thing with uh, Darby Allen and Samoa Joe. So the fact that these two are together right now, like doing their thing, it kind of surprises me because I wouldn't have expected them to be in a feud, in a thing with each other. Yeah, well, I can already tell 2023 is different because um, Darby's getting something to do. That's mm-hmm. like a legitimate thing and doesn't feel like something – for the time being yeah so when they first got together i was a little surprised because joe kind of killed him the first time they they squared off so uh, for darby to come back the way he came back it uh it, it was a little confusing but i could tell by the look on joe's face they were taking the second match a little differently Mm-hmm. and a way to kind of forget about the first one altogether, but creates a, a comeback story for, for Darby. Yeah. Um, but the match was really good. It was in his hometown, and I, I wasn't really sure Darby would win. Um, but I saw him come out and, like, hug. I think it was Nick Wayne. It was some, like, brand-new signing they just had. Mm-hmm. Um, that was supposed to be a wrestling prodigy. But he came out, he hugged him, and I was like, oh, immediately he's going to win. And then Joe, like, almost choked that guy out from the crowd, and I wasn't I wasn't sure how I was going to go. I was like, maybe that uh-huh. was – and he is going to kick his ass. But they they took it to the extreme pretty fast. Darby um, taking that leap off the ladder onto the stage before the bell rang and all the shots Joe put in. I, I love the way Joe has been consistently booked all these years to be a monster. Mm-hmm. And it, it it never fails as long as it's done right. Cause they they said it perfectly on commentary. They were like, for every like 10 shots 
ridiculous shots Darby had to pull off. It took one hit from Joe yeah. to equalize everything. Yeah, that, that's normally how it goes with Joe. So by the end there, when they when they pulled off the end, like it it felt good. It felt good. It felt natural. I did feel like Darby was already kind of emotional coming out because I, I swore for a second he looked like he was about to cry on the entrance. And I was like, I don't know what that is. You know what I mean? I hope you're not giving away the news that you want already. Um, which I guess he was. But I mean, it's good for him. I'm just good to just I'm just happy to see him doing something in a in a spot where he's a major player again instead of just you know, somebody to do a, a thing with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I agree. I'm glad that I'm glad that Darby's doing good for once again. So hopefully this leads to more stuff for him. Mm-hmm. Something that I do want to talk to you about and get your opinion on, because we said he's finally doing something. We're gonna talk. I want to talk about somebody who's doing a little too much, mm. maybe doing too much. I don't know. But have you seen this acclaimed and Jeff Jarrett beef? Yeah, I have. Um, I think the Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal theme song is really good. Um, <laughs> I don't have many more good things to say past that. Aside theme from that, song, that's the only good thing. Theme song kicks ass, though. But but I, I don't know, man. Like I said, it's, it's good for the acclaimed, I guess, because they're working with more veterans. But, I mean, the, it, the stories aren't exactly the epitome of tag team excellence right now, you know? Yeah, and it's and very people, comical. Yeah, and people are getting a little too offended too quickly when it comes to these things. That one, that one. So yeah, we got to let it go. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, if you've been living under a rock or you just don't watch AEW, the acclaim they come out, they rap, they do their thing, and they made a line towards Jeff Jarrett's wife, which really wasn't even that bad. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Jarrett took offense to that. And so did Karen Jarrett. Mm-hmm. And she made it known that she didn't cheat on Kurt, but Kurt might have cheated on her. Wrong. And she name dropped mm-hmm. Kelly Kelly and Dawn Marie. Mm-hmm. And Kelly Kelly wasn't having it. Kelly Kelly clapped back at her on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I did see this. Is it bad now that I want to see Kelly Kelly go to AEW just to fight, <laughs> just to fight Karen, Karen Jarrett? Oh, let, let, let's get a let, let's get a six way mixed tag: the acclaimed and Kelly Kelly versus Jeff, um, Jay Lethal, and Karen. I feel like I would watch it for the build. And Kurt can be the special guest I might, referee. I might skip the match though. I might. I'm not putting too much money on the match, but I think the build would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it, the the build would just be hilarious. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like they, I don't think they know what they're doing with the acclaim, but I think they knew they had to put the belt on them. Yeah, because they were probably selling merch um, right off the walls as it came in. Mm-hmm. So they had to do something, but I don't, I don't know that they actually have a plan for the acclaim. All we um, know is that the acclaimed has arrived. 
Mm-hmm. And everybody loves Ian Clay. But yeah. I don't know, man. They they gotta they gotta figure that one out. But I'll tell you, they it's amazing the way Jeff is able to keep calling himself back into the spotlight. <laughs> For some reason that like the dude couldn't draw a dime with a crayon, but he can still get on TV. I don't get it with Jeff, man. He keeps calling his way back. Maybe he's, he's just riding away, man. Maybe he's just riding Lethal's coattails for now. Oh, uh, well, of course. <laughs> oh, absolutely, that's what's happening. <laughs> you know it's bad when a 50-something-year-old <laughs> Jeff Jarrett and a guy whose claim to fame is imitating other people man, can on. get on TV. Come on, man. I mean, Lethal's great. He's a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong, but that no, is his claim yeah, to fame. He's, he's great, but he's he's known more as the uh, the the black machismo. Yeah, but but yeah, that, I don't I don't know what's going on. Like Jay had he had that match with Rick, and then for whatever reason, after that, his stock went up, and he is somehow landing himself in a tag team championship rivalry with the acclaimed. Uh, and it's clearly he's like it's so clear to me that this him and Jay Lethal thing is just we have shit to do so we're just gonna be ridiculous together because I hope they don't put the titles on them I really don't I really hope not because it, and it sucks saying that but I I really don't want Lethal as tag team champions with him like yeah, that, and I think that's the thing. You don't want to see Jeff Jarrett with a belt. Lethal, you don't mind. You just yeah. don't want to see Jeff Jarrett be a champion. It's weird because if it was if it was changed slightly and it was Dutt and Jay, I'd be all for it. Yeah, that I Dutt and mind. Jay, Lethal is the um, Jarrett is the manager. Sure, yeah. why not, man? But. This is crazy. Like yeah, we don't I, we don't need to see Jeff I Jarrett. Don't get Jeff Jarrett. I don't. Maybe someone uh maybe we'll make a question of the pod. Like, do you get Jeff Jarrett? Cause I don't get it. Like I don't I don't get it. Like, are you are you into this? Do you do you get the whole thing about why he's suddenly so important? Because I don't get it. I don't. I mean at, at this rate, I think AEW is starting to become TNA in 2007. Uh, yes, yes. It's yes. literally the TNA roster from 2007 and the, and the WWE roster from the 90s and the late 90s. <laughs> it definitely feels like that. It's hey, just I'm, odd, man. I'm just it's saying. It's just odd. Jericho, Mark you know? Henry, Big Show, mm-hmm. and then you got Joe, you got Sting, you got mm-hmm. Lethal, you got Dutt, you have Jarrett. You got your young boys and you got your, your old vets that came from the other companies. Mm-hmm. It's definitely TNA nostalgic. Yeah. It is. It is. And the fact that everybody's good, but because everybody's good, you really don't care. <laughs> so they have to come up with really good storylines that you're going to remember for it to feel like um, anything, but everyone's good. Yeah. It's just a matter of, you know. Getting it to work. Yeah, and a lot of it, you can, It that was the problem with TNA too. It was like the things that worked really worked, but the things that didn't were very clear. Yeah. 
Um, and I think that's where they are right now. They're just rough and very TNA built. Mm-hmm. Very WCW. So I don't know, man. They got to pull that together. Yeah. But moving on from the AEW stuff, mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom also happened while we were on break. Mm-hmm. We don't got to talk about everything from Wrestle Kingdom, but I know there are a few things that we definitely need to talk about. So I'm going to go through the matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about the winner. Um, if it's important and we feel like we need something, we got something to say about it, we'll say something about it. If not, we'll move to the next thing. Um, Wrestle Kingdom, this was Wrestle Kingdom 17, I believe. Was it 17? Yeah, 17. Yes, Wrestle Kingdom 17. So it started with what I'm proud to say was Chaos's uh, Leo Rush and Yo. Mm-hmm challenging for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships against uh, Catch-22, the United Empire, uh, TJP, and Akira. Mm-hmm. And who I also saw, I don't think it was the same Akira. It definitely wasn't the same Akira. There's an American Akira that's like not Akira that I also saw last night. Mm-hmm. That was like a hardcore wrestler. Whatever. Maybe he'll be a wrestler of the pot another day. But TJP and Akira, and they they had a banger of a match. Yeah, they did. But and I, Leo was the shining star as he always is because he is the man of the hour. Mm-hmm. But in unfortunate news, another reason he was a highlight of that match was because he got um, a bad face injury during the match. Yeah, it was just kind of crimson mask for mm-hmm. um for a good bit of it and he put on instagram the photo of the stitching up and everything the next yeah. day and mm-hmm. just rough man yeah it, it, it um, was a rough one to see even worse they freaking lost mm-hmm. <laughs> they freaking lost which i thought sucked because how do you win a tournament against these guys and then and then lose man that should have been a moment but mm-hmm. It's fine. Everyone's going to remember Leo anyway. Yeah. So in my book, that's perfectly fine. And it's not one of those injuries that will put him on the shelf for a long time. No, he just got to heal for a little bit. That's all. That's just a face injury. So it's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. But they had an amazing match. When I get New Japan, I will go back and fully watch Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Um, The match following that, I don't well, I don't know if these are in order, but this is how, I'm, this is how I received the information. So this is how I'm announcing. Mm-hmm. The match following that was the IWGP. I think it was the first IWGP women's title defense. And it was um, Kairi versus um, a wrestler by the name of Tan. Mm-hmm. I don't know the full name, but it was somebody I was unfamiliar with, which... I guess in the long run of this news doesn't matter anyway because she beat her. Yeah. At about six minutes, what's let's be gracious. Mm. <laughs> New Japan just let him get a belt. You know, they just they let him they would, and I believe this is the first women's match in the Tokyo Dome and um since 1994. Dang. 
So either way, it's iconic. Yeah. Whether they got six minutes or 16 minutes. Let's mm-hmm. let's be gracious. It's year one. Give them a chance. Yeah, they still got a little bit of work to do. Yeah, we can't pound, we can't pound down New Japan's door yet. Mm-hmm. They got six minutes, which is fine because following that was probably their biggest, at least top three biggest news of the night from Wrestle Kingdom, which mm-hmm. was the debut of Mercedes Monet. Money, money. Formerly known as Sasha Banks. Duke, how you feeling? I don't know. Um, it didn't really hit for me. It, it I think it was a miss. Mm. Right out the gate. I think I don't know what it was. It just it didn't resonate with me. I didn't I didn't like the new name. I mean, I get she can't say she's the boss anymore because you kind of can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um CEO wasn't terrible, but it's not a terrible name. It just it didn't hit for me. I don't know if it was the new look. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it was it 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 felt kind of dead, to be honest. Mm -hmm. That would that was just the way I received it. It felt dead. Well, I'll definitely I definitely think there was a lot of nerves. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna give this uh, a lot of benefit of the doubt because I don't know what's to come. Mm -hmm. It felt very nervous. Right, yeah. She's she's been gone for a long time. I don't know if she's ever wrestled Japan. So I don't think so. Mm-mm. But so this is brand new, first time in Japan. You don't exactly know how to operate in the in the in the new Japan crowd until you're there. Yeah. That's why everyone, you know what I'm saying? It's always different for them. So I think she might have been a little rattled at the lack of reactions and i think people can prepare can warn you of silence Mm -hmm. and warn you of the typical reaction but you don't really get it till you're out there yeah and you know i've never done this so i don't know but if i if i could stagger a guess so i think that makes her more nervous because you're nervous to come back right Mm -hmm. you're nervous to be in the tokyo dome for what may be your first time yeah it is the first time and then to go up against the japanese crowd which you haven't done before and cut a promo that you feel like you know you're used to getting a general reaction from Mm -hmm. and it did seem a little quiet which made her voice not sound as strong. And she muffled some words there. And so it just, I feel it, it was shaky. It I mean, was, right? it, it was shaky. It was shaky. But hopefully she got a great reception and they plan to move forward. But I'll agree with you from my end, it was shaky. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I thought it was. Yeah, it was it was very uh, very cringy, but mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe if you were there that night, maybe if you watch New Japan regularly, that was a great reception. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to. I don't. It know. was but just from my it, end. It was. It, it didn't look great. Mm. Mm. Hopefully, it gets better. 
So following Mercedes Monet, and by the way, I didn't like the theme song. That was my first like- red flag. I hated the theme song. I liked the sample, but the theme song was like, really? yeah, I wasn't like- a fan <laughs> of it either. But I just, I just kept messing around with it and going money, money. I didn't like it either, though. <sighs> like, what is this? This is. It felt like one of those pre-saved theme songs in the two K games. You know what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you remember the money theme song in there? Like, it felt like one of those, like, generic. It felt very Japan. It felt very Japan? It felt very, it it felt like a very new Japan theme song. Mm -mm. It it didn't, it didn't click with me, man. No. It didn't click with me. But the next match after that, I believe, was the heavyweight uh, IWGP tag titles, which was... FTR versus mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to say this correctly. Um Bishan or Bishan is I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I promise you I, I don't I it don't was her, it. we could just say it was Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. But it was go it was Goto and Hashi. Mm-hmm. So they won. I didn't get many highlights from the match, but I do know FTR is kind of on track to lose all of their belts. I think they did actually. This this was the one. This was the last one they needed to lose. If they lost in AAA already, did they lose in AAA? I believe so. That might be it. Yeah, yeah, that might be all of them. They lost the ROH titles to the boys. Yep, they don't have the they don't have the AAA titles anymore. And that was IWGP. That was the last of it. Mm-hmm. So either. Man, they're coming home, bro. They're, they're coming home, bro. They're coming home. No, nah, because I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, the only reason they would do that, well, they did say they were going to take a year off to just do indies. Yeah. So that may be the case. They were thinking non-televised shows, so I won't be seeing them anytime soon, Um, which is disappointing. I'd love to see them in MLW. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they, pro- they probably is. will pop up in MLW, but they – I think for the most part, they just need a break. They've been working. I think hard that's what it is. They day. just want to book themselves and mm-hmm. enjoy, you know, some some, some low freedom. time. He's got a daughter, you know, so that's probably what it is. But when they come back, wherever they come back to, they might be coming home. But who mm-hmm. knows where home will be at that time? Yeah, who, who we'll, knows? We'll, where home we'll is. get to that later. We'll get to that later. But they lost. Um, I didn't see the highlights, but not a very long match. Happy for Goto. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they get to win. That's cool. More exciting news. The first IWGP television title was on the line at Wrestle Kingdom 17, mm-hmm. which was Zack Sabre Jr. Um, versus if I can remember this. Uh, it was Ren. Ren, I can't pronounce the last name. Narita? Yeah. Okay. Close enough. Close enough. Zack Sabre Jr. wins. Mm-hmm. Finally, Zack Sabre Jr. gets a singles title. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's a title that was just created and has no validity yet. But it's the man that makes the belt. Yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. wins. And the more interesting news coming out of that is that after he won... Um, the mighty don't kneel, or as we might know them, TM61 or the mighty. Mm-hmm. The mighty don't kneel came out to offer 
Zack Sabre Jr. who's faction free because Suzuki Goon has broken up mm-hmm. to join the Mighty. And he accepted. Hmm. So now the Mighty is Zack Sabre Jr. Um, and the Mighty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's cool. I think they're all I think all their styles kind of mix together well. Yeah. He's the master technician and they're kind of high flying, um, semi strong style hybrids, very motor city machine gun. So that'll be dope. I think that's a cool mixture. And Zach Sabre Jr. gets to be kind of the head of the group. I mean, yes, the Mighty Don't Kneel were the Mighty Don't Kneel before they added Zach Sabre Jr. for years. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Saying? He's going to be the man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's like, yes, you won all these championships before, but I'm LeBron. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. I'm kind of the head of the team now. Yeah. So that's cool. I think it's cool that Zach Sabre Jr. is somewhere he can be the front man with gold, um, and a singles division that he gets to make really and carry on his back and hopefully into the states to do all the things he wants to do since he's going to be a TV champion. Um, I would hope he's going to be at New Japan Strongs and working, you know, kind of as the ambassador for them. More than likely. Um, Especially now that some major title changes have taken place. So Zach Sabre Jr. wins. Um, I should have, I would have made him wrestle at the pod, but everybody should know Zach Sabre Jr. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So I wasn't going to do that, but and some another one of the highlights of the night. I feel like there's a good top five to be had. I think that I think that the women's title match and Mercedes coming back is probably number five. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is definitely somewhere on that top five. This was our guy, uh, Tama Tonga, against against your other guy machine gun Carl Anderson mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying uh returning with the WWE merch yeah that was funny <laughs> to take on Tomatonga for oh my goodness if I got this uh- correct the uh, never open weight championship. The never open weight championship. Mm-hmm. And our boy, well, they basically had, if I can tell the story of the match real quick. Mm-hmm. Before Tomatonga got there, or when Tomatonga got there, when they were all there together, Carl Anderson originally had um, the stun gun. Yeah. And he basically kind of taught that move to Tomatonga. Or after Tama came in, there's a he taught him to move, or yeah. he would add it to his arsenal, which is a common bullet club thing, especially amongst the leaders. I've noticed there's always two or three moves every leader of the bullet club has in their arsenal, whether it was there before or not. Yeah. They all do a, a, a certain number of moves that mm-hmm. are trademarked to just leaders of the bullet club. Yeah. Um so this was kind of one of those things. So in this match, they kind of had a stun gun off 
Yeah. <laughs> that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But it was the person that hit it the best ended up winning the match, and that ended up being our boy Tamatonga. Yes. So what we've been clamoring for for years, I feel like at this point, uh, is finally having Tamatonga mm-hmm. has found his independence in becoming the never open weight championship and finally being able to stand on his own as a singles talent. I mean, Absolutely. congratulations to him. How do we feel, man? I love it. I've been clamoring for Tama to get his flowers for I feel like a couple years now. Mm-hmm. I feel like he I feel like he could have easily been one of their top world champions. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he got a singles title. He's getting the singles push. I'll take it wherever I can get it. So I have no complaints. And the fact that he got it from Carl just makes it that much better for me. Yeah, yeah. For them to have that kind of match and then they're they're boys, you know. Mm-hmm. So this was uh fun for them. I heard in news that Carl just had kind of like a great time, like he was smiling even at the start of the match. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't they didn't try to tell a really hard story. They just kind of went out there and, and had fun. And had fun, man. So that's all you can do. Yeah, and and I feel like probably one of the happiest people that time of one was Carl. Mm-hmm. You know, if there was anybody for you to be handing the belt over to, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you hand the you're basically handing the belt over to one of your best friends that you've had in the business. So it, it's like a perfect ride off into the sunset as far mm-hmm. as his New Japan career goes. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. I believe they had um, a six man tag after this. It's kind of like a die down before the two big main events or co-main events, you really could call them. Yeah. They had a, a six-man. It was uh, Naito, Sonata, and um, uh, Bandy, I think. I'm going to read that again. It was... No, it was Bushi. It was Bushi. Yeah, Bushi. It was Naito, Sonata, and Bushi against um, old-school Japan. Uh, <coughs> Moto... Tanahashi and uh Umino. Yeah. And I believe the OGs won. I don't think it was a big story. I think it was just kind of something for them to do. Yeah. It's weird to not find a place for Naito on a card where he matters, but he's kind of slithering into like, you know, there used to be like a big three-headed monster in Japan. Mm-hmm. And Naito used to be one of those, but lately it's felt like Naito's kind of, you know, I, I mean, maybe slid into like a Seth Rollins spot. Yeah. I, where I like think he's it, not the most important person, but he's like mm-hmm. some, you know, I think this some was integral more, role. I think this was more just because it was Muda's last match. Yeah. And this was Muda's last match. Which, if we can take a second to acknowledge the Nakamura uh, Muda match, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, um, if that they anybody... let him go to Japan and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had his violinist there, and he wore some like mm-hmm. extravagant old school Nakamura gear, or um, at least the the robe was very fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the end of the match where he got Muda's mist and spit it back at him to win the match. Yeah. Uh, and kudos to Mudo for putting Nakamura over, but this is a Japan thing more than it is a 
WWE thing. And I think in Japan, Nakamura is much more important than he is in the States. So uh, it's yeah, not really question. that even kind of thing. It's really because Nakamura has kind of earned this. Mm-hmm. So awesome that Mudo, Mudo went out like that. So um, that was cool. And they had a nice a nice lapse before the two co-main events yeah. where they could just kind of acknowledge the history of New Japan, which I thought was very cool. I'll get to... I want to get to the first, um, the IWGP heavyweight title match before mm-hmm. I get to the U.S. title, just because I feel like the U.S. title one's bigger. Yeah. But... It was the IWGP heavyweight title match, and it was, again, two of our boys. It was Switchblade Jay White, IWGP champion, mm-hmm. against the Rainmaker. And, I mean, you know, they went out there. They did, they did what they do. Yeah. I don't think they had the highest rating, but who cares about Dave Meltzer's rating? But they had a they had an amazing match, and Okada came out on top. Not a surprise. They're John Cena won. Not a surprise. So it's 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 a wonder where Jay White goes from here. Yeah, it is because there's people that are saying that he might be done with New Japan. There's people that are saying that he might not be done with New Japan. It's a toss-up, man. He could be, could be either or. I feel like maybe New Japan is making some line in the. I don't know about line in the sand, but some definitive changes. And I don't know. It feels like a tide is changing over there, and this was kind of a a big moment for the direction of where they're headed forward. Mm-hmm. Because of this match and because of the next one. Because I feel like now Jay White is at a place where, I mean, I said it about Naito, but it, it's becoming more so for for Jay White, where he's he's becoming a Seth Rollins. Like, he's never the most important guy. Mm-hmm. Or they never treat him like the most important guy there. But he's always one of the biggest figures, you know? yeah. We've been saying that he he's been we've been saying that he's been probably the the least effective member of the Bullet Club for a while before yeah. he finally caught on to a hot streak. He becomes the IWGP champion, but last year and gone already, poof. Mm-hmm. So it, it creates a weird place where I, I don't because of who's United States champion, who's, you know, all the all the other established champs that they're clearly going with. It's like, where do I even fit in anymore? You know, how does Bullet Club stay this effective if the leader is kind of never. You know, yeah, every leader has essentially been the ace of Japan at the time. Mm-hmm. And it never has felt like Jay White has been there. Yeah, because you figure who've been the leaders. Finn made it to the world championship status at one point. 
AJ made it there. Mm. Kenny made it there. Jay White's never made it there. Well, he has, but it 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 just took him a long time. But it to just there. it took him forever. Yeah, and, and even then, then, it wasn't the greatest. And you know, smash with Okada, and 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 I heard this. He's apparently been able to beat him in every match, but the big one. Mm-hmm. So either this is an art kind of thing, which Japan likes to do, or they just don't trust Jay White with. With the with the with the strap, yeah, with being the face, you know, being top guy, I'd and it's you, weird. I'd say you could. I, I I think you could. I think so too. I don't. I don't. I think it's a lack of. That's just a lack of faith. I don't think he's incapable. Yeah, if you. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you'd have asked me this like two years ago, I might have said no, and I'd have agreed with you. But now I think he's capable. I you feel know? like. I feel like. All the animosity coming out of 2021 and 2022 kind of lit a fire under him to where he's like, he wants it now. And there's a, a hunger that's there that wasn't there before. Exactly. But now it, it feels like maybe they're not convinced. Mm-hmm. And if he's got to go, I could see that happening too because of the next match we're about to talk about. Yeah. But I feel like if I was Jay White, I might be a little fed up. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, man, like, when am I gonna, when am I gonna get some respect around here? Yeah, you know? like, when am I gonna be able to do my thing? He had to kind of accelerate who he was to reestablish that Bullet Club is Japan and Bullet Club is him and he is the face and he is the leader and he's the this and we're not done and the best years are not over. Mm-hmm. Anyone on this tear. And now it feels like we're back at square one. Yeah. But Okada's champ again, which means I feel like they're putting more faith in the people that have got them where they are Mm -hmm. as they're moving on to the next steps. Yeah. Which would make sense for Zack Sabre Jr., which would make sense for Okada. Um which would make sense for Tama. getting the titles, putting the title on Tama, getting the titles off of FTR. And this next match, ironically, what I feel like really should have been the main event, but for obvious reasons, they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. They had the IWGP United States Championship, which really is becoming a true old school intercontinental championship against the workhorse title. Yeah. It was the returning to New Japan, Kenny Omega, the cleaner, against um, the aerial assassin, the leader of the United Empire, my boy, Will Ospreay. And they had an amazing promo. Did you see this promo? Yeah, I did. They had this amazing promo before the title match, which really is the only promo you need. You don't need a promo package after that. That's kind of, no. he kind of did it all. Mm-hmm. And it would, way to come up with a random build, you know? <laughs> yeah. To put they, pulled some that, heat. they pulled that build right out of there. You know what? Yeah, because it would have felt like a, in, in any other match had I not seen it. Mm-hmm. And he, they're having like a press conference and he just kind of came across the table and got up in Kenny's face 
It felt very real. You don't felt, know me, bro. You don't know me. And he, you're right. He, and is um, it is it British? Is it British slang? Like, I want to say he. I want to say it was the British. British? Thing. I feel like he's British. I feel like he's a Brit. Yeah, he's a Brit. But it was very. It was very. It was very tough. It was very. It felt scared, but mm-hmm. like angry. Yeah, like I'm. Like I know the odds are stacked against me, but I'm not about to stand here and let you. You know what I mean? Just walk back in here, and put me back where I was. You know. Yeah. It was. It felt. It made it feel very David and Goliath, and it was basically the story of. Oh my God! I'm trying to relate it to something. It's like imagine. Imagine it's so weird. It's like imagine this is gonna sound so weird. Imagine, imagine like an old war story of like old war story. An old war story of like uh being sent off to war mm-hmm. and like your dad ran away, but they 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 made you man of the house and sent you away to war. <laughs> and and then your dad tries to come back and be like man of the house and you're like f that man like i was Uh i mean i was out here putting in work you know yeah it felt it felt like the dad that like ran away (laughs) and tried to come back because will was like you got to we got to drive every day to florida when i was out here spending 14 days sleeping in an airport to get to the to the show to wrestle no, no bigger people. than a broom closet i did everything i could because that's what I, you think you're about to come back in here and like it felt very like you know what i'm saying it felt and very how, it felt very real but it also felt like and how did that go for you yeah yeah it felt very like you about to get smacked around you know what uh-huh. i'm saying like ugh. we gonna show you who the big boy is it felt it felt big, man. It felt like mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy going up against the Undertaker, like. Mm-hmm. But Jeff was the world champ. <laughs> it felt it felt like that. It felt very. It had a very big real fight feel, and it's kind of yeah. coming back to the Tokyo Dome. So it's always going to be huge, just like Shawn Michaels coming back or something. Yeah, it's like Stone Cold going to the, going to Dallas Stadium. Exactly. So they went, and and of course. It's Will Ospreay and it's, it's Kenny Omega. They they not new to this. Yeah. So they went out there and they had a five six star match because that's what they did. But the story of the match really was Kenny destroying Will Ospreay's back, hammering mm-hmm. and hammering and hammering and hammering. Um. Until when Osprey tried to get his momentum, he just he just didn't have it in him. Yeah. He just he just wouldn't hold up, and it I think it ended up with the it ended up with a a spot where he did um a german suplex off the top rope mm-hmm. i think a v trigger and then maybe a one winged angel yeah but it was it was it was epic um they went out there and they did what they could i'm almost mad because i Watch the promo that Will Ospreay didn't win that because it kind of felt like it was owed to him the way yeah. he did the promo was like, 
y'all not about to let this man come back in here and make me irrelevant again. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And they they freaking he freaking won. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh man, well, like, what are you gonna do now? So I mean, hopefully this isn't over. Nah. Hopefully this isn't over because that promo was so good and he felt it was so genuine. And you know Will Ospreay's been busting his ass because he was right. Mm-hmm. When they left, when everybody left, he was here holding it down. Mm-hmm. Doing everything he could. Doing while, they his was, thing. while they was creating AEW and leaving New Japan high and dry for the second time. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't the first time a bunch of nope. Bullet Club members just said bye and mm-hmm. peaced out and left them to pick up the pieces, man. It ain't the first time. It ain't. It probably ain't going to be the last either. So, yeah, I mean, he was hurt. He was hurt. So I, I hope they do this again, man. Because I think they I will. think is I think is the first real thing I seen Kenny in, um, until that documentary about the the brawl out comes out. Yeah, but this is probably the realest storyline I've seen him in besides that. <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of hyped for this, and if and if Kenny's best stuff is in Japan. I think as soon as this thing runs out, Kenny should just go to Japan, dude. Yeah. I think we let everybody out of their contracts after this stupid best of seven and let them decide where they want to be. Uh-huh. Because I feel like Kenny don't even really want to be there. That's why he was the last one to get there. And he hasn't done much since. His title reign felt like a world tour more than it was an AEW title reign. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody's ready to go. And yeah. him, him beating Will Ospreay seemed like it was Kenny saying, I'm back to stay. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my home and this is where I want to be. So I, I don't yeah. know what they're going to do, but that seems like where they're headed now. Mm-hmm. But what do you think is going to happen to Will? I think Kenny's going to hold the belt for as long as Kenny wants to hold the belt, to be honest. <laughs> um, I could see it going until, let's see, we just started the new year. I I, I can comfortably say by like March, end of March, mm. he, he drops the belt. I don't think he's going to hold it too long. Okay. I, th- I think it's just to get some eyes on him and get some more eyes on the Japanese products for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think Osprey's going to be the one to get it back. And I dig the collaborative effort from everybody mm-hmm. to kind of put the Russell Kingdom show together the way that it should be. Yeah. I think from the effort from WWE and the effort from AEW and everybody working in unison, the harmony and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see. I mean, you, I had, dig it, man. you had your AEW guys over there. You had your WWE people over there. It, it's, it's a good thing to see a lot of companies come together, even without coming together. Yeah, man. Just, just the sense of knowing everyone worked in harmony to make this happen. Mm-hmm. I wish it would happen more. Yeah. I don't know that that's going to happen anymore, but if New I Japan mean, is the only place for it to happen, so be it. Yeah, I mean, you know, never say never. Yeah. But that was Wrestle Kingdom. I feel like the top five things was definitely Mercedes Monet, um, the turn of the turn of uh, Osprey uh, losing the belt to Kenny. Definitely Okada beating Jay White. 
Um, let me see. Dun, 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 dun. FTR is no longer IWGP champions. Tama got his flowers. And Tama got his flowers. Yeah. But with that, Duke, I'm going to hit you with a bunch of WWE stuff. Okay. Because I don't know how far we are into this. Um, And I'm just going to get your general opinion on stuff. Gotcha. And then we'll stop at the big ones when we feel like it. Because you know there's a couple things we have to talk about every show. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Bliss and Bianca. Well, I don't want this crazy chick to come back. <laughs> I, can we just leave Alexa Bliss as Alexa Bliss, for yeah. God's sakes? We don't, we don't need – I don't want to see her in the Wyatt family again. I don't want to – it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. Mm. We, we just need Alexa Bliss to be Alexa Bliss, for God's sakes. And that's when she's her best is when she's just Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like, what? why are we doing this? Why we don't we need this? to. We're, right I now, want the, this whole thing to kind of come together. It's weird that we ask for Bray Wyatt to come back and then he comes back and we're like, I don't like where we're going with this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not really... Having Bliss even, like, go through the PTSD with Bray Wyatt when Bray Wyatt's not even on her damn show. What's the point? I don't know. I know that Hunter likes to not really let to to tell coherent stories. Mm-hmm. But we could have left this one to die. Yeah, and they're not even. My thing is, you're making this. You're putting it like in quotations. You're making us like drop the hint at it, but they're not on the same show. It doesn't even make sense. You got a SmackDown guy and a Raw chick. It it doesn't make sense. No, I've been thinking about different theories on what it could be and why it would be interbrand, unless they're having a drive coming up or it's gonna be like a cross universe kind of thing. And I'm not entirely sure, but I don't know. I I, I keep saying let's just wait because I feel like we're not really there yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like whatever this is building to be. We're in like the, I'll say this because I'm playing Saints Row currently. And in all these kinds of games like Saints Row, Mafia, certain games like that, even GTA. Mm -hmm. There's always a story to get to the story. Yeah. There's always like a little part that teaches you how to play the game and a little pieces of how it works and just little parts so that when we get to the place, you know how everything happens. Yeah. You know why everything is the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where we're at. So I'm taking it very, very benefit of the doubt that mm-hmm. once all this stuff is established, we won't have an issue with it. Yeah. But I will say I'm not happy that Bliss is involved. Neither am I. Um, so let's talk about small thing. Cody's definitely coming back at the Rumble, right? I mean... The promo packages. It, it's looking what that are we way. Doing? It's looking that way. And I, I want to say, if he is coming back at the Rumble, good God, this man healed quick. Yeah, it's like a John Cena recovery. Yeah, because remember when, remember when John tore his, that John was out for what, only four months? And I tell Five you months? what, nobody was more upset that he came back than me. Nobody. 
Nobody was more upset that this man got a speedy recovery. <laughs> oh, right, because that was when that was when him and Hunter were the last. He two came the back at the Rumble, and I was for sure. Duke, I'm telling you, we weren't homies at the time, but I'd have came to school the next day pissed. Like I, I was watching it, and I knew this is when I was just starting to become savvy to wrestling. Mm. So I was like, they said John out. Boom, 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 out of months, he won't even be able to come back till Mania. He's not coming back to the Raw after Mania. Mm-hmm. Triple H is the last person in here. I'm running through everybody else on the roster, like, oh, he's winning. Mm-hmm. It don't matter who's 30. Yeah. He's winning. And then John came out, and I was like, you Damn it. son of a. <laughs> okay. Looks like Connor's not winning anymore. But I digress. I think. Um, Cody's definitely coming back at the Rumble. I mean, like, why would you be running vignettes this early? You know, yeah. I thought it was it was either he makes Mania or he doesn't. And it seems like you wouldn't show vignettes unless he's coming back. Yeah, it's Mania season. We got a lot of other comebacks to talk about, but clearly Cody has got to be coming back at the Rumble. And I think it's the perfect thing to do because it's the perfect way to split the titles again. That's all I want. Because Cody's been saying he wants just the WWE championship. Mm. He's been saying it in the vignettes. He's been saying it since he came back. He wants to be WWE champion. Mm. He doesn't want to be universal champion. So so I think he's going to win the Rumble and then just say he wants the WWE title. Which opens up somebody else. So So we're clear, right? Roman is doing two main events. He's going to have to, yes. He's doing night one and night two. He's on double duty. And it's I think night be, right? Yeah, I would say night one is probably going to be Cody. Night two is probably going to be either Sammy or The Rock. I am holding out hope that The Rock is going to be available. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like in order for Roman to lose, he needs Rock Night One, Mm -hmm. World Title Night Two, in order for him to lose. Is he Um, losing both or just one? Just one. Okay. Just one. And he's losing that one on Night Two. Okay. I feel like in order for this to go right, Roman has to be undefeated up until the person that is really going to beat him beats him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That does make a little more sense. Which means he would have to, he would have to win on night one. Mm-hmm. I, but I think, I think he should suffer a serious injury that has him taped up for night two. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it, it shouldn't feel like it's that effective, but it ends up being that effective. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like at the at the beginning, they have a regular match, but mm-hmm. because his shoulders are already taped up, when mm-hmm. Cody starts going in on that shoulder, it starts becoming more and more even. And we can tell a story where Cody genuinely wins, but you can still kind of say, ah, well, Roman wasn't, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. And then later down the line, we'll have him beat him clean again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that's the only effective way. Because if yeah. Roman loses night one and it goes into Roman versus The Rock, 
come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's gonna feel weird. It's gonna feel mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just hope whatever they've decided for both these nights and both these matches, Roman's gonna have mm-hmm. that I'm not gonna feel cheated. Yeah. Because if it's not Barack, it's gotta be, you know, <laughs> it's gotta be something good. It's gotta be something yeah. good. Because I, I'm ready for the Rock, sir. Yes, I, I think everybody is. I feel like it's the. I mean, what else can you really do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless Jacob Fatu shows up, man, I I need the Rock. <laughs> we we need a Samoan. I need some Samoan there. I don't care if you get Samoa Joe. <laughs> we need a Samoan. I need a Samoan in one of these WrestleMania matches. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see what they do, man. But following Cody's comeback, um, we got to talk about my boy. Did you see the Dom promo? My man Dom is out of jail, son. He a new man, boy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He's tough out here, you know? <laughs> it was the Dementors. The Dementors were the toughest thing about prison. I think this is a game? I did hard time. <laughs> man, oh man, how the mighty have done their time, got out of jail. Man, no, he had no more mac, instant mac and cheese cups, none of that. Is Just... He- just changes straight, a man. Just straight bologna sandwiches. <laughs> priestie had a priestie and mommy had a bail him out. Oh man, I won't make it in jail. Yo, he is <laughs> mommy. I won't make it in jail. <laughs> he is a mess, yo. Got his prison tag. Oh, I got that little, got that little eye drop. I love Dom. Yo, like, yo, like, no, like, <laughs> it is funny to you watch. You can't man. tell me nothing, bro. Like, Dom is becoming one of the best characters mm-hmm. on TV, yo. Yeah. Dom, like, slowly finding his manhood is becoming one of the best stories I've ever watched. Yeah. Dom is out there every, and yes, it is a collaborative effort, but the things Dom is doing on his own. It's pretty damn hilarious. hilarious, man. Pretty like, damn hilarious. Yo, he's killing it. He is killing it. Oh my gosh. Between him having the tear on his face, bro. Mm-hmm. Picked up the Sky Hall toothpick, son. <laughs> Prison Mike out here. Dug in his Eddie bag. My <laughs> yo, like. Prison Dom in his Yo, I'm ready for Prison Dom, yo. Like, I'm ready, bro. Oh, man. Are you ready for the Prison Dom, bro? This is I, the best thing in Judgment Day for me, man. I, I guess I gotta be at this Listen, point. It was real, but after, after seeing that Prison Dom promo, yo, I, I am the biggest Dom fan. <laughs> so this man is so good like i thought him going to jail was good him coming out of jail is so much better like the dementors it was the dementors mommy call priest call fed and priest i won't make it in jail won't make it in jail 
that was one thing, but this promo of him coming out was so funny. Like he he kept it ten toes oh down. That's what he God. did. He kept it ten toes down. I love it. I love it. You weren't even in you weren't even in chill long enough to get a, ta- a teardrop tattoo. <laughs> Oh my god, that teardrop tattoo was so pitiful. It was hilarious though. Changes a man. You understand? Man. I did a hard time. <laughs> Them three hours will change a man. <laughs> you don't know the looks. I wasn't able to sleep for that whole afternoon. <laughs> that whole afternoon, man. I was, scratching, was I was scratching the minutes into the wall. <laughs> you, know, you know, I made tally marks for each minute. I had about 12 tally marks up there. Oh, my God. Oh, so terrible. I almost had a so tunnel terrible. my way out. So terrible. Oh, man. You don't know how long I had to wait to get the paperwork for them to find out that that was a house that I've already been to because my family lives there. You know, you don't know, you don't know man. You know, my ID still probably has that address on it, and they still didn't believe me. You don't know how long it took them to convince them that my name wasn't Mysterio. Man. Oh snap! That is the funniest thing in the world, yo. Dom is on top of the world, man. I'm yeah, sorry. he's the, he doing something. Like every week, he is knocking it out of the park, man. Mm-hmm. The him and Sammy promo would be hilarious. Yeah, that's what I did. If they if this bloodline doesn't fall apart, which I'm sure that it will, and it, it's it hard it disheartens me to say that, but it's it's fine. We'll get to it. But if to do the bloodline versus the Judgment Day, the promos between Young Dom and Sammy Zayn would be hilarious. Hilarious, yo, man. I, I would live for that. I would live for that. But I digress. Dom had an amazing promo. He's fresh out of jail. Mm-hmm. And he is yet another plus on his character. Yeah. Amazing character growth. Congratulations to the writing team for the arc we are creating here. This is amazing stuff. This yeah. is great. Let's never stop this. <laughs> I could do this. Oh, man. I could do this for years, man. Let's just gradually have because this match between him and Ray like 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 we're getting him and Ray this year. Mm-hmm. It's gonna that, happen. That that in itself is gonna be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Because he's been whipping his ass for months. All year. Whooping his dad's behind. You know he's gonna whoop his ass on Valentine's Day too. <laughs> He gonna show up for Valentine's Day. It would be hilarious if he showed up for Valentine's Day. What if Rhea show up for Valentine's Day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got to. They got to do it now. I need. I need him to show up every holiday. He needs to show up to whip his ass. Valentine's Day. He proposes to Rhea in the house. Yes. Yes. In the house. Yo, that was and then they stomp the hell out of Ray. That and she says yes. Great. Yo, all right, don't ever get me started. Cause now we got the fantasy book. How this gonna go? Moving right. on. Yeah, moving, moving on. on. 
um, the main event of Monday Night Raw is Austin Theory versus Seth Rollins for the United States Championship. Mm-hmm. Did you get to see Seth versus Austin Theory? Um, are we shocked about the outcome? I did not get a chance to see it. Okay. Well, basically, they wrestled a perfect match up until the ref gets knocked out. Second ref comes out. They're kerfuffling the ending. They're throwing a bunch of bullshit in there. Kerf- um, it was a bunch of kerfuffle. Theory throws Seth into the other ref. Seth puts the brakes on so he doesn't knock out the ref. Upon turning around, straight low blow. Theory does eight town down. We're out of there. Yeah. Theory retains. Not a surprise. I mean, what are we doing? Not a surprise. Is, is this the free up Seth? Is this the bring theory along? Was this a validity match? I mean, are we okay that he won that way? I feel like at some point we have to, like maybe the story is that theory isn't capable. Capable? Yeah. That's a perfect word. Capable. Maybe the story is that theory isn't capable. Mm-hmm. Because this is just ridiculous. I mean, at some point, he's got to start feeling legit. Like, I like the attitude change. That's great. Mm-hmm. But it still feels like, and and maybe it's intentional, that in the ring, he just can't get it done. I think that's what it is. I think, it's in, I think they're making it intentionally that way. Because mm. we know what theory can do. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's just how they're booking him, that he's an incapable performer. Which I mean is fine, but I you don't know what some... that leads to at Mania. Yeah, you, you need some validity to you. He needs to find he needs to figure out someone. Or maybe he'll be in the middle of somebody else's feud. I'm trying to figure out how you put him in here with somebody that either tells the story of him not being legit Johnny. or Johnny. I think, I think Johnny's the perfect one. That's actually a great idea. They got the history together. Johnny can, Johnny can talk about how he was, how he sunned him all that time in NXT mm-hmm. showed him all these things and he still can't perform. He still can't deliver when it matters. And that's how you get Johnny some some validity too. You put the belt on Johnny, which would Tommaso. make sense why they put Johnny off of TV. Mm-hmm. And Tommaso comes back soon. You, you, got, you got a nice little setup right there. You can have him and you can have Theory and Johnny at Mania. Mm-hmm. Johnny can win, and then the next night. Johnny does a little speech or whatever, Raw after Mania. Boom, you bring Tommaso back in, attack mm. him. Attack him. You set up that storyline. And then you send Theory elsewhere to do whatever it is Theory needs to do. Send him back to NXT to win the NXT world title. Leave him on Raw, have him feud with somebody else. I'm trying to think somebody he can feud with. I would say... See, I would say Miz, but Miz is a heel too. Mm-hmm. Okay, pair him with Miz. 
put him in a tag team for a little bit. Him and Miz maybe is a little, a, maybe a little enemy of my enemy becomes my friend. Yeah, him and Miz, him and Miz don't seem like a terrible t- uh, tandem idea. And I could see, I could see you long terming that Johnny and Tommaso story. Like maybe Theory goes away, he's finding himself. He starts clicking with the Miz. Mm-hmm. Out of like genuine hate for Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Yeah, that works. And, and then they can click on, yeah, oh, I hate Johnny, oh, I hate Johnny, blah, blah, blah. You know, I hate Tommaso, too. He left me high and dry. Tommaso mm-hmm. was my guy, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes from Johnny versus Tommaso. They end that into DIY versus Theory getting back together to fight off Theory and Miz. Mm-hmm. These things right itself. We got. I was. Yeah. I've been thinking at some point this year we should do a, a booking contest. Yeah, I think we should because we're really good at this stuff. I mean, not to pat ourselves on the back, but it's like we've been watching wrestling our whole. I lives. mean, it's like we've been watching it our whole lives. We can just out of thin air with these things. Yeah. Um. So that was the main event of Monday Night Raw. I'm not sure where Seth goes, but hopefully this is freeing him up for possibly being in the main event. Or freeing him up for possibly doing a thing again with Cody. Or maybe this isn't over and because it was a false finish, he'll win the title and then that'll be the thing with him and Cody. That's a mm-hmm. working theory. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But all in all, Raw was okay. I mean, it's three hours. Yeah. It's not totally fantastic, but it's it's hold it holds in quality. I'll say that. It's been better than it's been better than what it was yeah. lately, the last few years. You can always expect a good show. It might not be the most story progressive show, but there's always something happening, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um getting into SmackDown. First thing I got is the bloodline update. Mm-hmm. Just because it's small, they're doing little wrinkles now, but significant every little thing kind of matters yeah um monday they came and attacked everybody to reestablish their dominance clearly roman was pissed but they didn't really talk about it until smackdown yeah they opened up the show and it was pretty clear that things were not looking good yeah but it was funny the way they did it because at first it seemed like roman didn't care Mm mm-hmm because Roman didn't lose. Sammy lost. And yeah. it was like, oh, he's going to be mad that Sammy lost. We made he wasn't that even mad that Sammy lost. Mm-hmm. He was mad that Sammy called his shot. Mm-hmm. Tying in this thing Paul said from last week about um, everybody chanting Sammy's name when Roman was out there. And the impression that might make on Roman and you know, Roman's jealousy thing and Roman basically tied it into like, why'd you call your shot? Yeah. I call my shot. I'm the only one in the bloodline that calls their shot. Do you want to be me? Is that what you, and they got into this big thing and then Kevin came out and basically said, you're not angry at him. You're angry at me. Mm -hmm. Save Sammy an asshole thing and challenged Roman to rumble kind of subtly gave him the match, which I, I thought was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. 
but then it comes back later and the new wrinkle this time is just we're living in this bizarre world where every week it may or may not happen yeah because he he calls Sammy into the room after having him wait for a while and when he calls him in he apologizes to him he's a humble chief and it was like man I shouldn't have yelled at you on TV like that I can't accept your apology because you gotta accept my apology I'm sorry Sammy yeah, see, he's a humble tribal and we're, chief. And we're looking around going, what in the hell is happening right now? He he acknowledges his mistakes. He he is he acknowledges when an error has been made on his behalf. Mm-hmm. And he is man enough to accept that responsibility and apologize like a good leader does. <laughs> like a good leader does. Yes. So it, was, it was just, it was just, it was interesting. And I'll talk about it because it was kind of a match we knew nothing was gonna happen with. McIntyre and Drew, not no, Drew is McIntyre. What am I talking about? McIntyre and Sheamus, yeah, um, had the world tag title match in the main event against the Usos. Because after the apology Roman gave to Sammy, they watched the main event together, and I thought, yeah. oh, this is gonna be where it happens. Mm-hmm. Sammy starts acting a fool while they're watching the match, and then even more bizarre, they start going with it. Like Sammy has popcorn. Yeah. While they're losing and Roman's kind of like, what are you doing? And then they come back from commercial and everyone has popcorn. And I'm like, Yeah, why is this working? What is it? They they gotta have fun with it, man. Come on. You gotta you gotta enjoy you gotta have some refreshments when you're with the tribal chief. Come on now. I mean, they're in a weird a weird will they won't they? Sammy started like throwing the popcorn at him. When they won the thing, and it was it it was hilarious. So that's the new dynamic. We're living in this bizarre world where it seems like if they can get rid of this Kevin Owens problem, they're smooth sailing. Only yeah. issue is the match is gonna be Sammy versus Kevin next week, which ding ding rung a bell in my head. That means it is not going to be Sammy versus Kevin and Mania because they're doing it next week. Mm-hmm. Which means the match, what is the match for Sammy going to be now? So it might be Sammy and Kevin together against what I think is probably going to be the Usos. Possibly. So we don't know how it's going to shake out, but I can tell you it's not going to be Sammy versus Kevin because they're doing it next week. So they're at this they're at this weird place in the bloodline, which is small but impactful. significant. Every little thing matters. Yes. So we'll just have to keep up with it. It's mania season, so you know it's about to heat up. Mm-hmm. Following the bloodline, they're having Royal Rumble qualifier matches again. I I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Yeah, right? I, I I actually like it. Good things. Mm-hmm. Good things. It makes it glad, glad Ricochet made it in. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Could you imagine if um Top Dollar had beat Ricochet? Top Dollar can't even get over the top rope as it is. They mess with my man. They're gonna turn heel. They are heel. They are heel. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, they just attacked Ricochet. Oh, oh, right, right. They attacked him. Okay, all right. Yeah. 
Now and now Ricochet's got backup with Braun. Yeah. How do you feel about that? How do we feel about the Braun and Gunther? How do we feel about Braun and Ricochet and Braun and Gunther? Sure, why not? One big sweaty man versus another big sweaty man who, you know, it's very Vince-esque. But I think it needs to happen. I, I don't mind it. I would like to see Braun with a title. Um, so you think Braun's going to win? I would say so. Okay. I, uh, I would say so. Okay. Um, and then as far as the Ricochet thing goes, I'm okay with it. I just I don't want to see Ricochet in a tag. I don't think it's going to be a tag team, but I don't want to see Ricochet in a tag team, period. I just mm. want to see him do him. Mm. But if we can't get Ricochet doing that moonsault off of Braun's shoulders, I'll be okay with it. That would be cool. That I think be- it's going to be kind of difficult to do a moonsault off of an actual human person, but if anybody so can I, do it, so it's Ricochet. Yeah. He'll figure out a way. Yeah. All right. So next thing after that is we talked about it a little bit, but let's like really, I want to get your general opinion on how this is going. I already gave my take. The Wyatt and LA Knight stuff, or the Wyatt and Uncle Howdy and LA Knight stuff. What the, the fuck Wyatt is going and on? Who is possibly Uncle Howdy stuff? Who is Uncle Howdy? Give me think, right now, right now, top of your head. Bo. It's got to be Bo, right? It's got to be, be Bo. Yeah, it, it's not whoever that other guy was and impact that they said it was with the with the big giant beard. Yeah, clearly not. Clearly not him. Not even close to. And then you could see at you like, could see on. the skin of Uncle Howdy's neck. That guy has got tattoos all over the guy that from Impact. Mm-hmm. So it's not him. Uncle Howdy's got a clean neck. So um, it's, it's got to be Bo, man. It's somebody with a light tan. It's a it's a white guy, obviously. Light tan. Not too far off in height with Bray. Mm-hmm. Not bigger than Bray. No. Because we can tell Uncle Howdy's kind of, I don't want to say small, but Uncle Howdy's yeah, yeah. not the he's not the biggest fellow. And it's definitely not um, anybody significantly skinny either yeah. by the frame on him. So, so it's I'm, kind I'm of going in, in between. So it's kind of, it's, it perfectly is, is like Bo. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought before I saw the, I saw Uncle Howdy come out in person, it could be Eric Young, but no, I don't clearly think so. Bo. That's clearly Bo. Yeah, EY's a little too. I don't want to say EY's big, big, but no, EY's but a little. EY's a little too stocky. Yeah, and his stomach's a little flatter than Uncle Howdy's. Yeah. So it's it's got to be it's it's got to be Bo. My thing um, is, what the fuck are they doing? Just with. But like I said, yeah. Let me that, hear that, First things first. What the hell is a pitch black match? Like, are we just gonna have a match with no lights? Freaking beats it, me, dude. Is that what this is? Is this know. just your way of saying you're going to have another Bray Wyatt or a Fiend match? I saw somebody express that it might be like the whole arena is pitch black, but they got like one really big spotlight. It's like kind of like a moving spotlight that like yeah, follows them around. The... That's what I'm thinking it's going to be. Is that going to be entertaining though? Like, am I, no, am I, we don't am need I... it. We don't need it. Can we? And because, like, what? (laughs) Are we gonna? Are we gonna make it no DQ? And then every weapon around. I feel like it would have to be right. I feel like every weapon is just black. I feel like it would have to be like a street fight that's just like in the dark, like. Or you have it backstage, maybe. How else do you do it? And that'd be that'd be even weirder though, because like like, you 
you just have black weapons, black steel chairs, black sledgehammers, black tables, black ladders. Oh, well, then I feel like you're cheating us. Because <laughs> like I don't know what because you be. say pitch black, and I'm not thinking the weapons are pitch black. I'm thinking everything. It's pitch black everything out here. Yeah. No, no, like everything. Like the like no lights, just one spotlight. You have the weapons. The weapons are black. It's a pitch black match. Nah, man. I need I need you in a black room. If we're gonna do it, not in the ring. You gotta be in a room that's painted black. Night vision goggles <laughs> with 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 one cameraman in there with night vision. Just <laughs> we're gonna have a night vision match. A night vision, or like one his his camera light is the only spotlight, and he's just like <laughs> the refs. The, the refs in a black shirt. You gotta shoot a Blair Witch style. You gotta shoot a Blair Witch style. Oh my god! One one continuous shot. In, in a room that's like painted black with the lights it, it ends with LA Knight holding the camera on the floor and then he starts shaking the camera around when Bray starts doing like dumb sh- like help help <laughs> yeah help but these guys are seeing a pin in the corner <laughs> is that Bray yeah <laughs> oh my god but that, that's what I think of it. I, I, I think, what the fuck? That, that's just what I think. Yeah, man. What is this? What, what are we doing, man? Like, I love Bray, but for whatever reason, like, we clamor for him back, but we have no idea what he does when he's here. Yeah. Like, he just be in his own world, man, literally. Pretty much. I, I get why Triple H says it's so hard to work with him, because it's like, he must be in there pitching things that are absolutely ridiculous. And you're like just trying to make it work as a creative. Like, yeah, I want to give you what you want because I know your mind is everywhere and it sounds great. But what are we doing? Like, how the hell are we pulling this off? So I just I kind of feel bad. But I like I said, I feel my take is we're in the early stages and we got to give it the benefit of the doubt. And once it's established. We'll know what it is and we'll be fine. Yeah. On the back end of that, though, if it sucks, sucks, Jesus, I'm coming in here and telling you it sucks. We we are going to rip it. If he never pulls it together for 2023, I'm telling you every episode in 2023, this is this is crap. I don't know what's going on. So, I mean, benefit of the doubt, I give it until mania. Mm hmm. It should come together in Mania because we are in Mania season. The time yeah. to end stories is now. Mm-hmm. So we have this whole thing culminate and we know what everything is by Mania. And then we can give it that week after. And if it feels like we're okay, we're okay. But if it's mm-hmm. not, I'm coming in here and telling you this was this was a terrible build and I don't like any part of it. And this is crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is where we are. Yeah. So that's where I'll be at. Cause I, I just don't it, none of it feels great. Mm-hmm. None of it feels great. It feels unnecessary. It's hard to keep up with. You know, we don't know what happened to all the other people that used to stand in the crowd. There used to be like a symbol for every nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody freaking knows, man. Nobody knows. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see, man. Hopefully mm-hmm. it doesn't end up like retribution. I ain't even gonna say nothing. We're just gonna move on. From yeah, that. yeah. We'll just we'll just move on. So, last thing I want to talk about, which is the most important thing that happened 
on the last SmackDown of the year. Okay. Okay, new music, new look, fresh off marriage, fresh off the honeymoon. Oh, you're you know what I'm saying? This. Okay. Charlotte Flair returns. Yeah, and and I... beats beats Ronda for the women's title. Impromptu new women's champion. Oh, it's mania season. Gotta Girls get your home. ace. You gotta get your ace back. Mm. Like Kota Ibushi just stepped in the building. Mm-hmm. We're here now. You know this what? Is, this is what I am the captain now. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. The queen. I was mad at first. Mm. But about 10 seconds after I heard the music hit, I was okay with it. Because <laughs> I literally my reaction was, oh, God, this is going to happen. She's going to win the belt right here. And then I was like, oh, God, this is going to happen. She's going to win the belt right here. Okay. Just like I, very happy to get it off of Ronda. Is that what it is? Yeah, I was happy to get it off Ronda. Mm-hmm. A little upset that it went to Charlotte. But in the moment, I was upset. But then I realized, you know what? Who else could they have given it to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do Raquel. You can't do live. You can't do Tegan. You can't do damage control. You can't do I'm trying to think who else is there. Lacey's not even back yet. Mm-mm. Please, for the love of God, don't well, get Emma. Is, I think Lacey's coming back at the Rumble. Yeah, please for the love of God, too. don't do don't give it to Emma. Never. So well, not never. I don't want to say never, but just not right now. Yeah, not right. Okay, now. quick diversion. We will get right back to Charlotte. Pause. Let me just get this ran out real quick. I hate Mad Cat Moss. Like I, I just I I freaking hate this guy, man. Like yo, no, no, like no, like hear me out. Like I hate Mad Cat Moss, and I had this epiphany the other day because I was watching. I had this epiphany on Friday as I was watching SmackDown because I went to go take a smoke break when they said uh, Mad Cat Moss and Emma versus whoever they were fighting at the time. Cross and Cross Scarlet. And, Cross and Scarlet, because Cross and Scarlet came out, and then they showed the backstage video where, what's the name, got slapped. Mm-hmm. And Cross came up and said, you made the biggest mistake of your life. And I was like, oh, great. We're getting the first Scarlet match. It's going to be Scarlet versus Emma. It's going to be on TV. So dope, didn't know this was happening. And then I realized it was a tag match because Karrion was in his gear too. And I was like, I hope they don't put it with no bum like Mad Cat Moss. You guessed it. <laughs> you but no, but guessed it. You, because but they've they, been in an angle. They're Is that dating. what you're about to tell me? They're they're dating. They're yeah, in, re- are they dating in real life? Yeah, in real life, they're dating. Oh man, you you know how to pick them, Emma. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> what's the hate on mad cat man mad cat I, i'm gonna tell you what my epiphany was because i was searching for it i don't like to dislike people okay i search for the silver lining in every character he don't got one he don't got, i'll tell you what the silver lining is and it's my epiphany 
because I was like, I was, I was, I was talking to myself. I was having a self-talk. Steve, why do you hate Mac at Mall so much? What, what is it? Is it, is it his end ring? Yes, it is boring, but he's certainly not the most inefficient wrestler in the world. What is wrong with Mac? Is it the fact that he wears all black tights? Well, Austin wore all black tights. I shouldn't be that upset. You know what my problem is with Mad Cat Moss? It's because since the moment I've seen Mad Cat Moss in NXT, he has had the same gimmick. You know what his gimmick is, Duke? Attaching himself to people that matter. And I'm sick of it. The man cannot stand on his own whatsoever because he is boring. He has been boring since NXT, which is why he latched on to Tito Sabatelli. But uh, because Tito Sabatelli had a great gimmick, he had a great charisma, he had a great thing going, he had a great theme song. Uh, Mac have just latched on to that. I don't know. And, and then you know what? He, and then you know what he left and did when 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 Tito was gone. Nobody knows until he showed up for Baron Corbin, and you know what he did. He latched himself on to Baron Corbin. You know his personality was? Whatever Baron Corbin's personality was. You know what happened after he split from Baron Corbin? Nobody freaking cared. And then you know what he did? He attached himself to Emma once she came back because she mattered. I'm sick of it, man. You don't have a personality. You suck, dude. Like, <laughs> you're not spectacular at all. You have no redeeming qualities. You were just surrounded by people that matter. Like, what is this? How is this guy still here? I just don't get it. Explain it to me, man. Like I don't understand why we why we're doing this. Um, um, somebody fire this man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying to defend him, but I can't. I mean, I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> what are we? Doing? I don't know what the. I don't know what I can say. How to... many people are we fired? <laughs> nope. Nope. Look, see, I, I can't defend the man. I can't. You, you, you're absolutely right, but I, I just, I can't defend him, even if I wanted to. I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of Matt Cap either. I don't hate the dude. You obviously do. I, I'm, not, just, I'm just it, not a fan. I mean, it sounds like your hate for for Madcap is like you know it's it's. I don't I even want to hate him. It's just. Don't give me sure. Sure, I can't tell you case. one time he's genuinely entertained me. I just can't. I can't name it. Help! <laughs> give me one time you were like, man, that Madcap Moss. Never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. I challenge the people. I challenge you people. That's the name challenge me, for the week. Name it then. Challenge of the week. Name me one time you were genuinely entertained by Mad Cat Moss because of Mad Cat Moss alone. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that segment with him and the no, no. Name me one time Mad Cat Moss has entertained you by himself. At least Otis can entertain by himself. <laughs> Oh man, we we starting we starting twenty twenty three off with Barry and Madcap. Is Madcap the TJP of this year? I'm sorry, like, dude. I mean, is Madcap gonna be the new Renee Dupree of this year? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Madcap. If you ever see if this goes viral because I hate you, <laughs> I'm sorry. But it just, I just. It's not you as a person. It's not it's you, you as a as person. A it's just you as a person. You, you as a character, I've watched you for years and years and years and years and years. And there's just no redeeming qualities. Like, you have no personality. You just spent five minutes burying Madcap. At least, at least Apollo Crews was like, good like that was his thing when he didn't have a character is that he's he's good like he's really good have you seen him he's he's like amazing never once like i'm just i'm just sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry all right we gotta end this we gotta end this before we go back to where we were at um charlotte flair has returned let me not take the spotlight off of the queen charlotte flair has returned she is the new women's champion that is what we should be ending on. Hooray, hooray, huzzah. Charlotte Flair is queen. She has returned. She's she is the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Before we end it, I just want to say one thing. Yes. Guys, we had a good run. <laughs> we, had a, we had a good run. We had a good run. Mm-hmm. The Triple H era was fun. Oh, right. We have to end on this. But it has been brought to our attention. Mm-hmm. Old Yeller came back from the dead. And now Vince is back in the boardroom. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I'm just going to go out and say it. He's selling the damn company. He's he selling is. it. He is. And once he sells this company, it's going to be worse. It's going to be so bad. I, I think this product is going to suck. Mm. And they're going to keep everybody at the board? Um, I sure I sure as hell hope Triple H stays in charge of creative. I would... It, it, I don't want to even say this because it's a terrible thing to say, but I just hope somehow, some way, Stephanie gets the company. Mm. Somehow, some way, I hope she gets the damn company. <clears throat> I don't know. He's definitely coming back to sell it. Yeah, because why else would you force your way back in? I mean, the great thing is they literally had a meeting saying that, yes, he's back for the media rights deal, but he is not. They made it very adamant. Nothing about creative is changing. Yeah, they were at least we're keeping creative. Every everybody currently employed in the places they're employed is staying there. Yeah, there are no drastic changes being made. He Thank wants God. no part of changing the things that are working. Because ninety percent of the roster, right? Ninety percent of what's going on right now is great. And I obviously, scared. obviously, you have some things you can fix. Mm-hmm. Hunter's not Hunter's not perfect, but he is fucking leaps and bounds above Vince. I like the McMahon Helmsley era. I'll tell you that. Yes. So I feel like he has made the announcement that he's back for that. He has made the announcement that they're looking at potential buyers and they may be NBC, they may be Fox, Disney, they may be. I've I, I seen um, Amazon was in the, was, was another name. I've seen Amazon. Too. I've seen Amazon. Um, why Amazon others. though? I don't know. The amazing for Amazon Prime. 
Prime Video. So those are the, some of the potential buyers. I thought it was funny that MJF put out a tweet right after the report came out about who the potential buyers would be. <laughs> Just saying, I would like to say that I love all the listed <laughs> potential buyers in <laughs> WWE. I am a fan of all these companies. I, I own something from all these companies. I love current, my current AEW world champion. I have a so avidly, avidly kissing up to WWE. I have an Amazon Prime account. I have Disney Plus. I watch. I watch Netflix. Who watches Frozen more than MJF? Yeah, <laughs> like Jesus, man. <laughs> no, nah, but I, that that's what we got to end on, guys. It's been a hell of a run, but I think soon. I think this might be last year relevancy for WWE because they're gonna wind up selling it, and it's I not. Think we, I think we give it a year. How long do you give it? Uh, it depends on who buys it, to be honest. If they if they do sell it, it just depends on who buys it. Disney's gonna water that shit down like no tomorrow. Mm. We, we're gonna start getting WrestleMania live from Universal Studios, and and you know we, we're gonna see Elsa skating across the ring. I don't think it's gonna be that bad, but NBC. I do think we'll go back to a PG era. Yeah, NBC. I trust I NBC. See, I can see NBC. Amazon. I, trust, I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with it, but you know I don't trust Amazon. I don't trust Amazon. I trust NBC because they've heavily invested so much so far. Yeah. And NBC seems genuinely interested. Right. The A&E shows have been amazing. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been surprised if it was A&E, but I think A&E probably doesn't have the money for it. Yeah. Um, But I wouldn't be mad at NBC. I wouldn't be mad at Disney if it's through Fox. So if Fox buys it, and Fox has been doing all right with SmackDown. If Fox buys it as like an under, like Disney bought it, but they bought it as Fox buying it, like because they own Fox, technically Disney bought it. Oh, Fox, you mean you mean under the Fox umbrella, like not for, the Disney Fox umbrella. purchases it. Yeah, not from the Disney umbrella, but from the Fox umbrella. But because Fox is owned by Disney, by proxy, Disney owns WWE. Because I feel like. And they technically, right have now, the money for it. I would say technically, right now, Disney does have some ties to WWE because of Batista. Because of Batista, because of well, used to be because of Sasha Banks. Yeah. So it would make sense for them to be involved, and they know how to run a streaming site. Mm-hmm. They Disney's know how to produce. The, mad they probably shows. got the best streaming platform right now. There's not really many hiccups with theirs ever. Um because of the way they're running their site, because they know how to run streaming, because they know how to incorporate different shows, mm-hmm. because they know how to take care of legacy shows and um, nostalgic things to continue to make them marketable and little things like that here and there. Yeah. I would trust if it came through Fox, Disney owning WWE, but after that, I'm not really sure. Yeah, it gets crazy after that. Yeah, because I'm not really sure what the intentions would be. I'm not really sure what the motive is. I'm not really sure how that would incorporate into other companies that would buy it. I just know NBC has already got their hands in it. And I know 
Fox is already um, doing things yeah. with WWE and they're a sports centric thing. So mm-hmm. anything outside of that, I kind of don't understand. But I mean, we'll we'll see because it's definitely getting sold. Yeah, it wouldn't have came back potentially. I mean, just for the sale of the media rights, if he wasn't selling the company for sure. So, um, are you just are you upset that it's this will, and this will be our thing to end on? Are you upset that it's gonna no longer be really a McMahon company? Like the because they're selling yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's it. That'll be the first time that it's not like in the McMahon like circle. That I think that's what it is, to be honest. Not to say that Steph and Hunter wouldn't have anything to do with it, because nobody knows necessarily if after they sell it, they're just kicking them out. Yeah. They they somebody could buy it and say just run things the way they are. Mm -hmm. But they could just be like, here's the keys, go. But in the event that they leave the company it could become a thing where yeah it's just no longer a mcmahon thing you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah which i feel like if that's the case we're definitely getting less quality yeah it's, it, it's gonna happen more than likely but that's the last thing i had on the list we've gone through everything big that i have um i think we hit all the spots and we're ready for the shout outs man yeah, sounds good. So, who do you want to take the shout outs first, me or you? Um, I am freestyling mine, so you can go first, sir. All right. So, first things first, we got to shout out the Funko Friends podcast because they've been showing us some love and they just got their biggest guest ever. Top Pops is going to be on their show. In fact, I believe the episode has just aired, so you can go check it out on YouTube. You can look up Johnny Funko, been on the show before. Always giving us props. So go check that out. Um, and then you got RK Pop. That man goes live almost every day with his wrestling content, video games, um, video games, wrestling stuff, all that good stuff. Um, so go check him out as well. Also, you got to shout out Bobby Wrestles, the All About Wrestling podcast. They just went to the Pro Wrestling R show not too long ago. They have some great stuff filmed over there. So make sure you check that out as well. And last but not least, I'm going to shout out to Wrestling Depot, man. Um, you can find them on Instagram and on YouTube. Great group of people. Always got a lot of wrestling stuff up from, you know, um, the NWA shows, the MLW shows. They focus more on the European shows, but they do some of the American shows as well. So go check them out if you're interested in that kind of thing. Those are my shout outs. Stevie, I'm going to kick it over to you now. All right. My figure four, I want to give a shout out, as always, to Doghouse Gaming. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to Alex Kane, Suplex Assassin. Ooh, saw, him, Ooh, saw him yesterday. Head. Great performance. Total mm-hmm. performance. They were on the card a couple times. Um, and I got to, you know, just have a little nod. So I'm, you know, I mean, mutual. We know each other. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not crazy. It's not crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I want to give a shout out to Kane. I want to give a shout out to. Um, I want to give a shout out to. Who well, I want to give a shout out to? I'm pulling this out. I want to give a shout a shout out to the High Wrestling Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, for always keeping us in the loop, 
and just generally having a great relationship with each other over Twitter and um, what may become of Twitter and possibly IG because we're, we're probably going to be heavily over there depending on how things keep going over there. Mm-hmm. And um, the last shout out I want to give because I'm freestyling, but also because it's true, is uh, all the returning fans and the new fans to come. I want to give a shout out to you guys. We are at the start of a new year and um, it's just appreciated. We're going to try to do some really cool new stuff. We've been in the works discussing, you know, future plans and whatever. And Yeah, we got some stuff in store for y'all. It's just I just know it's going to be a good year. So shout out to everybody returning for the for year number three and um, for all the new fans we're going to get. Yes, sir. Well, guys, thank you for tuning into this episode. Stevie said it best. Thank you to all the new and returning listeners. Guys, you know where you can find us on all the platforms. We got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, dangerousjobberswebsite.com. That's where you can find all of our dope stuff. And make sure you stay tuned because we got some good stuff in store. But that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you stay up. Make sure you stay blessed. And as always, stay dangerous. Stay dangerous. Ah!